When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master James Gressel. With me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi. Well, hey. uh, Happy 2021. 21. Yeah. We're coming to you live right after there was an attempt at a coup on our nation's <laughs> It's crazy. It's in crazy. 2021. It was uh, wasn't even a full week, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Into nope. 2021, and it's already unbelievable. I was laying on the couch with Mike last night, and I was like, that was yesterday, right? The coup was yesterday? He's like, no, Beth, that was two days ago. And I couldn't, I don't remember what happened two days ago. Yeah. No. There, there was just, there, there was just no, a, a period of, of absence between New Year's Day and the coup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Outside of those crazy world events, it, it's not like it, I did not expect um, my Dungeons and Dragons podcast to be so affected by world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the heck? This is a time capsule now. Yeah, I know, right? Um, we're still recording at a distance because LA is still so horrible uh, for the coronavirus. So um, yeah. we'll still be donating the cost of what I would be spending on, on meals to food-based charities. And it's such a drag because <laughs> I the food is such a bigger part of the story than it ever has been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. But you could tell well, everybody about the pancakes you made this morning. I did. I well, yeah, I made some really nice pancakes yeah. this morning. James I and Chelsea got some. some. Yeah. yeah, they were good. Yeah, I forgot y'all live together, and so just me and Mike are looking at fresh pancakes, and me are looking at these pancakes, going, <laughs> "What the heck?" Man? Well, I've never been able them. to make a pancake at home that looks that golden delicious so that was the the best those are the best looking pancakes i've ever made well our stove there's is a griddle stupid. here the griddle yeah, yeah makes a yeah, big we difference. got dumb stove we'll we'll eat eat together again soon i hope especially given the two choices that you guys have ahead of you for this the next arc um and the food uh that inspired them both of which i would be devastated not to share with you guys so um, we'll figure something out down the line when you get to that, get to those uh, locations. Uh, but for now, we're going to pick up where you left off, which is deciding which mission to kind of undertake. You have these two parallel mysteries currently going on, where one, there is this dwarven contingent from the north, uh, the mountains in the north, Didradon, uh, and the dwarven kingdom up there, uh, who have uh, come to Night's Pass in the Moonshadow Valley. Uh, with mysterious intentions. One of them was uh, the dwarf Durgi, who you guys captured. Uh, and he was behind the killing of Arabella the farmer uh, and the creation of some bad uh, mechanics that you guys uh, rendered harmless. The other is the woman who sold Gord Patchvine, the uh, halfling uh, pumpkin carver, a mysterious set of tools. You have not encountered this woman in person yet. Uh, at the same time, the city was attacked by a mysterious creature you came to discover was Rumsh the Deceiver, a disgusting, uh, shape-shifting creature that used uh, some, some kind of uh, gross, acidic uh, secretion to shape-shift. Yeah, I'm fine not meeting that guy. <laughs> that was in no relation to the to Rupert Goopert, right? Nope different like, different, different kind of gross. Yes, okay. uh, but still uh, a a gross kind of body horror thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes, that was with Cassandra, the detective, um, who is still investigating those crimes. You guys returned to the mansion where you reviewed the materials. You have at your disposable disposable 
disposal to connect uh, these um, mysteries to the larger quest you have of the Earthadar air and the greater fabric of existence. So, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the deal was with that dwarf. Durgy, I know, I'm kind of thinking that we should start there because we definitely... Yeah, he was dressed so fancy, too. What was a fancy dwarf? What's his deal? Because we don't know, we don't have any other leads on the on the tools, the toolkit. We have a better lead because we have captured Durg, so... How big was Durgy compared to me? Taller than you, Durgy was about, f- probably about five feet tall. You're- oh. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, dwarves are, are short, but not small. They're about my height. Okay. Yeah, a little, probably a little bit smaller than Beth, but much wider, much broader and stockier. Beth's actual Wait. height, not... Yes, oh, Beth's I was about to say, Marjorie yeah. is, is not very five small. Feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beth's actual height. I'm Beth Radloff is dwarf height. And uh, maybe, maybe a little bit smaller than Beth Radloff, but around there. I think we've talked about Flack being three and a half, four-ish feet tall, and Marjorie... Uh, around three feet, maybe even a little under. Martrin is a tiny creature <laughs> in terms of height. <laughs> kind of, kind of round. <laughs> round, round. <laughs> like a me- like a large, me- a big, heavy medicine ball is Martrin. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp. There's knives inside of it too. <laughs> so yeah, so you guys looked at um, the journals that you had and and those entries and. Um, Everything and now you're thinking maybe go question Durgy further. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, I just yeah, like well, I don't know. I was, as long as we're fine, letting uh, Middleton just go to Sludge. Sure. Oh, I'm not fine with that because, uh, like I've been saying, great venue. But I think maybe we can get there right after the concert, especially since by then I'll have. Uh, honed my material well enough to where if we fix up Middleton, I could then, you know, reward them with a good performance. Well, concert's in two days. We gotta be here for that. I suppose we should just uh, meander around and collect information, eh? Sure. Before we leave, I want to check in on Carebert. Okay. And uh, And Marjorie claps her hands twice. (laughs) Hey. Hey, yeah. Oh, hey. How you guys doing? Carebert, you don't have to anything. No, hey, you are not. Oh my god, did you train her to do that? We have a system. <laughs> Whoa. She was, I don't know she when... was just waiting right outside the door. <laughs> I don't know when that happened, but Carebert, first off, you are not an assistant or any form of help for us, okay? So I don't... No, 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 of course not. <laughs> Marjorie's behind Flack, just like winking. Like, okay, well... <laughs> I don't want you responding to Marjorie's claps like that. That makes me feel bad. I just want to check in on how your hurdy-gurdying is going. Oh, oh, pretty good. Uh, I, I've, uh, you know, I've been working on scales and um, the sheet music that you gave me. Can you play it all real well? I, I there, there is some tricky bits I'm still working on, but I think I'll, I, I'm, I'm confident that I won't let you down come the, the show. No, I, I, I'm not worried about you letting me down. Uh, I was just thinking, though, you know, it's two days until the concert. We're about to go, like, look around and talk to people. Sometimes when we talk to people people end up dying, and so I just want to let you know that if anything happens to me, you oh. might have to just carry the performance on your on your, your little lizard shoulders. Whoa, Is that whoa, all right? whoa, whoa, and I walk up to, to Flack and put my hand on his shoulders and you're not going to die, buddy. I know, I'm just oh, saying. I was can... going to say, I can shred, let me do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I, I genuinely didn't even think of Assuming he wouldn't die. Yeah, you're not, you totally. <laughs> this, this contingency is in case something happens to our whole team and we all go down. I still want uh, the fine people of the harvest to, you know, get their money's worth in terms of music. So I just want to let Carebert know. Hambone. You're no, this is in dead. case we all die, is what I'm telling what her. What the fuck is that? <laughs> she's like, oh. Marjorie starts, she lifts her shirt up, and she just, like, oh, yeah. spits onto her hands and starts doing the hand bone, <laughs> which, if you don't know, you just slap your body to rhythm. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Assuming we survive, Marjorie, honestly, you can bring that up on stage with us, and you can get involved. Oh, my God. I'm... A little bit concerned about a hurdy gurdy being a thin sound on its own, but maybe I can like 
reggae stomping cymbal or something to add some... Oh, I've got a lot of planning to do. Is there anything I can get you guys before I start working on this? Because I feel like I should really dive in. Hot, yeah, no, no, you need tea. to get on that. Marjorie, nope. And I put, <laughs> I put my finger up to Marjorie's lips. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go work on uh, turning into this this into a, a one-man, one-lizard band situation. And Marjorie, I'll be back with that tea shortly, too. So, uh, When did you... <laughs> been a month <laughs> carabird descends uh you can hear her as she's walking down the stairs call her clarissa and be like clarissa hot tea clarissa was your neighbor who now lives with you as well oh, oh my gosh right. that's oh, yeah. She, yeah. this was this is like same day though she's already working for her. <laughs> <laughs> she needs something to you know give her purpose she lost uh... you know her marriage crumbled she doesn't have a job because she's in you know she's an heiress she doesn't really, you know, she needs to idle hands and all Paris that. Paris doesn't know how to make tea. Marge is going to be so training. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, right. The, she, hey, we're going to cut down to Cassandra in the kitchen just looking around like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 like, come on. Come on, Clarissa, you can do this. <laughs> tea. You've drank it a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it's It's hot. But how it's does hot. it get the flavor? <laughs> Can I the, speak? This is a food-related thing. Can I just say this is me and my actual life? Not with tea. I know how to make tea. But, like, pretty much most foods I've been able to escape by in life having other people make me food. It's like... <laughs> I, I'm very self-sufficient in, like, all other areas. I will build you a shelf, and I will sew you a clothes. But, like... <laughs> I can't make like if you if you put me in our kitchen and it's we're like remarkable make food. I I would not be able to make you food because I have been in the kitchen with Chelsea and she's not exaggerating. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm I like Chelsea, some- how do you turn on your stove? And she's like, "Bitch, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not the one using it." Is it a cancer <laughs> thing? Because I'm not great at it either. It's a zodiac Probably cancer. Not. Chelsea's fine. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's clarify. disease. Man, I hate having to have to clarify that. Yes, none of us have. I know it cares. sucks. You know, it's, a simple it's solution to that. Uh, what? Just don't bring up astrology. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just me okay. not liking cooking, but making up for it in other areas. I can totally build shit. We all have our. our I will happily cook for you guys. So Carebert is now uh practicing a one man band. You can you can hear uh from some echoing from somewhere in the mansion uh as she's trying to fashion some sort of like pulley system symbol. You know you know how one man band guys do. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like Yeah, Bert. where it's like hanging over yeah, like exactly. The in the movie The Grinch. <gasps> yeah, he does yeah, oh, he does that too? on Christmas mm-hmm. they have like it what is forget it's like flim floozles and whatever the fuck. I don't yeah. even remember, but I just remember the visual. Yeah, it's very, yeah, very oh, Doctor Seuss. Uh, and and Clarissa is is marching. You're probably not going to get that tea anytime soon. So maybe we should just yeah. head out. But uh, yeah, let's go. I'm wondering now if maybe <laughs> we go to we leave Dergi alone because that portion of our quest, our potential quest, is not like there's no city under siege. Yeah, but he's got some information that I'm particularly curious about. Like this is about what? me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't you remember the papers? They mentioned my last name. They mentioned sticks. Yeah, but what I'm... Oh, yeah, so you should really want to go investigate the I do. Thing. Yeah, but... Well, what does Fletch want to do, though? I'm, I, I'm torn. That, why do I need to know that? <laughs> I want to know. Well, I feel like if a city's being... If a city is under siege, we should go, like help that because the other quest is just fine. Okay, buddy, we can't do that, though, because there has to be music at the festival. Okay, so what does... Wait, did you ask what Fletch wants to do? Yeah, and he wants to go save Middleton. I'm discussing the options. And I'm disgusted that you would want us to (laughs) abandon the performance at the festival. Okay, but if we can get somebody to teleport us to Middleton and teleport us back, then we should it should only be a day's worth of fighting. Like, you just want really good, you know? <laughs> Not a military a commander, but I feel like this is doable. All right, bud. How about you go talk to someone about the transportation You're capabilities? You're going to split us up? 
fine. And I just, I leave. <laughs> wow. <What>? Oh. <laughs> he's he's right. really got a hot, hot rock under his butt cheeks, huh? But Fletch is going off. He uh, has left. Does anyone want to go with Fletch to talk to... Do, where are you going, Fletch? <laughs> going to the Wizards Academy to talk right, to... Right, Wizards Academy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so does I'm anyone want to... teleport to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the discussion. The last you discussed yeah. teleporting was to, um, was to go to the Wiz- Wizards Academy and see if yeah. there's anybody there who could help you. Does anybody want to go with him? I'm totally fine splitting you guys up for this. Marjorie wouldn't go. I just want to... Yeah, I'm too curious about the dwarf. You know what? F-boys. It's been done a lot, but I'll I'll go with him because <laughs> I kind of want to check in at the Wizard Academy too. Hey, buddy, wait up! I'll come. What? And I turn. Oh, all right. Come on, buddy. Yeah. All right. We'll go to the uh, Wizards Academy. So yeah, man. Like I was saying, I think we could really come up with a cool F boys theme if we really put our heads <laughs> we, to it. Yeah, like, I think I've got a pretty good rhythm in my mind. Yeah. And yeah. W- what is it? Here, let me let me do it right now for you. Okay. And then it just yeah. repeats it. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll start working on lyrics. Okay. I'm not great at beatboxing, <laughs> but I can promise you that my drumming skills are much better than my mouth sounds. I think we'll probably have to do it in double time because that was super slow for a theme song, but we'll get it. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking yeah, about yeah. tempo uh, in terms of. You know how a theme song speed. Um, it's got to it be, exciting, be exciting, you know. Yeah, when right, we right. burst into a door and we're singing the theme song, it's got to in- inspire fear and or uh, awe. Yeah, I was thinking more of like a like a rap, like a like getting in the yeah, flow. And, yeah, like a rap battle but, type but that's thing. Like, see, that's like our second theme song. Like once we get a season two of our show, Ooh, of our okay, F Boys show. Yeah, got it. Okay, uh, as you guys are discussing your theme song. You approach the Wizards Academy, uh, where it sits uh, at the intersection of uh, the kind of main road through the city and the Temple Row, where uh, all of the kind of religious buildings of the city have kind of ended up. It's it's on the hill that is leading up to Moontown and the Knight's Castle, so you're at a little bit of higher elevation um, than Earth Era Square, Oak Shield, the kind of main parts of the city. You're not far from the Black Oak Inn. You've been to this place before uh, when you dropped off Kiff. But unlike last time you guys went to the Wizards Academy, this time you're unable to just walk up to the door. Uh, there are uh, wooden barricades set up and guardsmen that are guarding the uh, where the barricades are you know, not so that people can't necessarily get closer to the building. And there are guardsmen that are coming in and out uh, of the building itself. What is all this? This is interesting. Oh, well, I mean, uh, people did die recently, so maybe there's they up the security. That's right, that's right. So, um, I guess let's go ask if we can talk to somebody inside. Yeah. Excuse me. Guardsmen. Guardsmen. So hold it right there, fo- uh, uh, folks. Uh, you can't come any closer. I'm sorry. This is a uh, uh, there's an active investiga- investigation going on. Um, if you have any magical needs, you'll have to uh, you'll have to attend one of the temples. Uh, I'm sorry for the the temporary inconvenience. We'll have it all cleared up by the Harvest Festival. Uh, it's, it, it's not a problem. I, you know, we're sorry for uh, you know margin like this. But and then I pull up my cool pass. <laughs> uh, and this is I uh, do too. yeah we got our cool passes so uh you know we have what we have access to inside let me see this here um this does look like the official seal but do you think we're joking why would we have these and joke about this do you know right. who we are all right uh that is an intimidation role <laughs> sir <laughs> oh no Four. <laughs> oh no, dude! Uh, the guardsman, who's a big guy, uh, not quite of your height, but um, probably six feet tall and looks to be maybe you know a good <laughs> couple hundred pounds. It kind of looks over. It gives you kind of like a side eye as he's holding the 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 cool pass and like, no, I I don't know who you are. Is the the pass is just sunglasses on the seal, so. 
You could tell me who you are. We are friends of Kiff. Is who we are. The wizard Kiff, you, do you have information about, about Kiff and his whereabouts? N- um, uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't think we do. We do fuck, do we? Um, I, uh, I mean, we don't, but what do we answer is the question. <laughs> the answer, uh, I think we should be honest, because I cannot intimidate or lie very well at all. Yeah, I know. I don't know why you did that when I can do it very well. <laughs> try you should probably you... just let me do that. Yeah. yeah, we know all about where he is. If you let us yeah. in, we'll be able to tell you more about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no roll. That's no what roll. he wants to hear. Get out. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, good job, man. Thanks. You must have seen the the call for information. Um, this, this, we're we're very interested in any any information that could lead to the the. Whereabouts of Kiff and the and the acolytes that have disappeared with him. Why don't you come inside? Uh, come with me. Uh, and he he like you see that he like gestures to a couple of the other guards and they they kind of circle in behind you. Um, it, they're they're not necessarily threatening, um, but you're just aware that he did call a couple guards over. Oh, we we hold up our cool passes to the other guards. Yeah, <laughs> and also, uh, sir, I did before we get in here and before things get a little bit awkward because we didn't uh, actually state our names. Uh, I'm 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 Fletch Stormtail, and this is uh, my buddy Black Tanson. Black Tanson, uh, and we <laughs> nice to meet yeah, you. So that's our, extend my those hand. Those are our names. Yeah, and I extend my hand as well. Uh, he does take your hand. And he shakes your hand and he says, "Which one first? Uh, yours first, Flag, right. Since you offered it first. And he, he shakes both of your hands, Flax first, and Fletches, uh, and he identifies himself as Sergeant Baldrick of the City Guard. So yeah. he leads you inside. This is the first time that you've been inside the Wizards Academy of uh, Knights Pass. And How's it look? From the outside, the building is a little bit, a little bit St. Basil's Cathedral. It's not as colorful. It's not as oh wow, you know, oh, yeah. not as striking as that particular. <laughs> that looks building. like it's a small world. Yeah, there is a kind of like fairy tale quality to it. I want to eat it. Yeah, that gives it kind of a oh, magical I... look to the architecture. I wasn't sure. I was like, wait, is that the one in Russia? Moscow, yeah. Like hell yeah, wow. it's so cool looking. It stands out architecturally from the rest of Knights Pass, which is very. Very stone um, and wood um, looks more like, uh, you know, like the Knight's Castle, as I've said before, is kind of modeled on like Edinburgh Castle. So it's like that kind of style elsewhere in the city. But this is, it's like a cluster of towers like St. Basil's, but not as colorful. When you get inside, uh, what seemed like not that large of a building from the outside uh, is uh, TARDIS-like bigger on the inside. There is a huge cavernous entryway, a, a kind of like um, that is lit uh, with a magical ceiling that reflects the you know the sky in different places throughout the world. So even though in Nights Pass it was kind of like late morning the next day after you guys fought um, Rooms, now you're seeing the sky as it would be elsewhere in the world. So it's the like late evening sunset sky uh, of, you know, somewhere else. It gives a, it, you know, a very impressive, striking look to the things inside. There's things that are floating around. Um, there's enchanted objects. It's kind of Hogwarts-like. There's all kinds of doorways and passageways that split off from this main chamber. If you didn't know where you were going in this building, it would be incredibly easy to get lost. I tap, I tap uh, Flack on the shoulder and say, Zabbis would be so excited to be here. <laughs> right, he <laughs> fucked up not coming with no, us. No. Marjorie would enjoy it too, yeah, but Zabbis for sure. <laughs> Uh, the floor and the walls are all uh, marble, uh, polished marble. Um, it's one of the most or, uh, ornate buildings that you've been in, including Knight's Castle. Like, comp- like other than the 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 Feywild plant life that you saw in like the Knight's Chamber with Cathiria, um, the castle was pretty normal as far as castles go: stone tapestries, that whole deal. Not like the kind of gilded quality that this building has. 
Baldrick is pretty unimpressed by this. He's been in here before, um, and he but he does have to pull out a map to direct him to the small, like, kind of classroom that he leads you guys to to question you. Can I look at the map and try to commit it to memory? Investigation? I think investigation. That's an intelligence role. That makes sense to me. Okay. 14. 14, it's a complicated map. There's a lot of, from that initial spoke center uh, at, in, the, in the entryway, um, it gets very difficult to follow after that, including multiple floors and things that are, you know, it's like, you know, follow the red line to get to this floor and the blue line mm-hmm. to get to this floor. So you, you don't get much past the first couple, first like ring outside of the, the entryway. You could pr- you could find your way back from from the the place that you're led to, and you could probably get to a, a couple other locations confidently. Um, but other floors outside of this first floor, uh, you're a lot more hazy. Okay, so you're led to like a small classroom. The desks inside are those like big old school desks that like open from the top, you know, and are like attached to the chairs. Uh, and there's like a, a lectern at the top, at the front of the classroom where, where a teacher would lecture from. Uh, the back of the room has a bookcase full of old spell books and stuff. Zappas uh, would love this. <laughs> this is wild. There's a, a, a slate blackboard um, with some writing on it in languages that you guys don't understand. Baldrick sits at one of the desks, motions for you guys to sit, and uh, the other guards who were following him uh, stand at the door. Uh, and he says, um, uh, all right, guys, um, you know, what is it that you know about Kiff? Kiff uh, once had a drinking problem. Real bad. Real bad <laughs> drinking problem. Terrible. Mm-hmm. And then came here mm-hmm. and helped children learn magic yeah real great guy real great what guy a, what a 360 or i mean what a 180 yeah 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 <laughs> since then he has struggled but mm, yeah. beneath it all great guy yeah just unbelievable great guy great guy would you have any suspicion of a location or or um, person that Kiff may seek out in in a time of trouble. What what happened was, you know, as, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, mm-hmm. there was an attack here on the on the academy and a wizard and a casualty. You're right from yes. that attack. Yeah. Yes, uh, when the academy was attacked, Kiff was present with the with Olafair, uh One Eye, the wizard who was killed, uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of the acolytes, the children that you mentioned. Um, and they have since gone missing. Uh, we're unable to account for them. And um, because of the nature of all the magical energies in this building, our own wizards are unable to track what happened. So we're trying to find the children and Kif uh, and the other wizards. They seem to have disappeared. So we're looking for any kind of information anyone might have on uh, somewhere Kif might have gone uh, to feel safe. What about that one? Flack, what about that island? Didn't he teleport us to an island, or was that a different? Who, who teleported us to that island? That that one, that one Jason Cho was monster, and he died, and we were on an island and, and we died. Had a boat. Was was that Kiff? Yes, I was. Yeah, so maybe maybe he they, he went to the island. Yeah, pitch that. Pitch yeah. That. So um, when yeah, there's <sighs> there could be potentially he he may have taken the kids to a safe haven that uh he once um teleported us to. Uh, which is an island. Great. Where's the island? It was east. It was southeast. All I remember is we killed Jason Cho died, and we killed it. Uh, t- that's octopus. all I remember is that that guy died. Uh, He's definitely dead. As yeah. as you guys are 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 kind of uh, whispering back and forth about this, um, Baldrick uh, makes a gesture to uh, the guards at the door, and one of them leaves. Hey, where's that guy going? Don't worry about it. There's just other. There's a lot of things to investigate here, and you guys don't seem to be, you know, any kind of threat. So, you know, don't, oh, it's it's. Thank you. you. Know, I, we don't need or, two guards no, at the not, door here. Yeah, no, you you don't need two guards at the door. We're trying to help. Um, you can send work. more out if you want it, or bring more in. We're cool. It doesn't matter. It, whatever. We're cool, and I hold up the cool pass. 
and the guard returns, the guard who left returns with uh, Cassandra. And she's like, oh, it's you guys. Oh. Hey, Sandy. <laughs> and Baldrick is like, Inspector, uh, the, these fellas here, they seem kind of suspicious, and I'm going to need a read on if they're telling the truth or not. Dang it. <laughs> and Cassandra's like, oh, God, what do you guys know about this situation? Well, Kiff. Yeah, and we, you explain the yeah. Kiff situation. <laughs> you go through the whole rigmarole you just did of, well, it's an island. We don't really know where it is. Uh, and Cassandra does the thing that she did to uh, Clarissa, where she looks intently at you and she looks over you as you're talking and she um, reads your body language and everything. And she says to Baldrick, uh, Sergeant, I think the, these they're they're telling the truth as best as they can. Um, <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that is a good lead. It's possible that that uh, Kiff uh, took the took the children and the other wizards there. That would be. At least they're safe. It's not Oyakoto. <laughs> it's not that. That's that's good. That's a long way away. That would be harder to check. Although if it is in the ocean, you say off the coast of uh, off the coast of Talon, you 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 ended up uh, sailing to Talon from there. Yeah, that's still going to take a while to check out. <sighs> Wouldn't the moms know? Worth it for a bunch of kids, though, right? Definitely, definitely. We'll get the wizards working on our 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 personal um, police wizards working. God, police wizards. That's terrifying. Um, don't you just like for teleporting? Don't you just like look at a map and say, I'm going to go there and teleport? Isn't that how it works as a wizard? Yeah, that's actually why we came here to begin with, to check on the best way to teleport to save time. Yeah, because we also have another thing that we're trying to investigate and we're mm. hoping that we could get teleported there since we're with the mm-hmm. police department with our cool passes and we're with cassandra i hold up the cool pass. our police wizards have unfortunately due to the threat and with the Har- harvest festival put a uh teleportation block on the city until after the festival uh, no <laughs> so you're kind of in a little bit of a no-fly zone f- until we determine uh if there's any more threats uh, there have not been any more killings since you guys, you know, since yesterday when you guys took out um, Roomsh the Deceiver. Can't so like because we did that. Can't you like just grant us a one port pass or something like that? Like just <laughs> like hey, whoops, we accidentally teleported you here. Good luck, and then no, we'd have to get back, dude, in time for the performance. I'm, it's like you don't even care, I, man. There are more things that are important. Eventually, we'll get to this concert. Oh yeah, hey Baldwick. Baldrick, yeah. Baldrick, yeah. Hey, how important to you is that performance at the upcoming festival? I think it's important for the city. See, he thinks it's very important, (laughs) man. It's not just about me. but that's the plan. Getting you all riled up and getting him to admit that it's important. That, like, this is all part of my deception plan. Oh. Yeah, totally. Okay. Because the concert is so important to morale around town, um, because of the recent killings, um, multiple killings, we were hoping to get teleported there, investigate it, get teleported back in time to bring up morale for the whole town. We, we ask for your seal of approval on that because we are top tier investigators. We're really good. And we have we have intel that another town might be getting ravaged and this one may be next and so we wanted to go check out this other ravaged town to see if the threat is on its way to nice pass yeah all you gotta do is help us a little bit here and it'll solve future snap problems your fingers and then we're there snap your fingers and then we're back and we have more intel i'm not sure that's exactly how teleportation magic works but we can get our wizards looking into it how long would that take later this evening or or even tomorrow morning and we'll see if we can get a, we can we'll see if we can track down this island uh and if we can find kiff he's kind of the teleportation expert you know he, he, it's it's pretty incredible he's been able to rise through the ranks so quickly um I mean, at the we, academy we saved him we we see it when we when we see a good person and they're having trouble we save them and they turn out really good even better unless we accidentally kill him <laughs> shouldn't have said that man that's not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check out, get our, our wizards to see if they can contact this island. Um, being able to focus on a, on a specific location um, 
you know, it's, she she brings out a, a regional map and she asks you guys to kind of generally guess where this island might be. Um, roll survival. See how how close you guys can get. This will ripple down into how successful this Nat whole thing is. Twenty. Oh, well, okay. Flack with confidence. You slam your finger against the map and indicate this is where we were teleported to. It was this many leagues uh, off the coast. Was it southeast of Talon Peninsula? It was. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Baldrick leaves to instruct the wizards to kind of focus their energies on searching in this in this area. Uh, and Cassandra says, you know, thanks again, guys. I guess this is, you know, if we can locate these kids, that's, that's our, our primary goal right now. Do you guys have any other questions about... You know the 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 murder here. We're we're also trying to locate some things that were taken. Damn, you just need us to do all your jobs for you. Well, we're spread really thin with the Harvest Festival. You know? Understandable. So if, yeah. if if um, well, we never met Alifair One Eye. If you uh, do come across, there were some very very old history scrolls that were taken. Um, that are missing from the inventories here. And if you come across them, I'm sure that the wizards would be happy to have them back. You know, I, I one, once upon a time, might have been able to be a big help. I had this necklace that allowed me to look at a dead body and tell you how exactly they were flag, killed, flag, but then flag, I got flag, turned flag, into a clown hey, and it disappeared. Hey, buddy, it's okay, it's okay. Calm down. Calm down, buddy. It's just, it's, I miss that okay. thing. I know, we, it's been, you've had it rough. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see if we can, you know, locate any of these history sc- scrolls or, or figure anything. Uh, can we have, like, a, a name, like, a contact name for the Wizards Academy so we don't have to go through this whole, like, who are you? Let me show you our cool passes and all that. Can we just, you well, know? I'll, I'll let all the guards here know that, that you're, you know, now that, now that I'm on the scene, I'll let everyone know. Um, great, we don't great. have to do the cool pass thing. Greg was messing with you a little bit, you know. Wait, that's how, that's how he is. Greg? Oh, he's all right there. <laughs> uh, I think Greg was messing with you when he told you he was messing with us because these are clearly very authentic cool passes. Classic double <laughs> reverse messing. Yeah, it's really good. He's such a such a kidder. Hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 115 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at dndndpod on Twitter and dndndpod on Instagram, or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Spotify. Uh, that is the best way to make sure that the latest episodes will appear in your library. Uh, and you can go ahead and do that in your Spotify app, on your desktop, or your phone, wherever you listen to Spotify. That would be really cool. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, our next Patreon exclusive T-shirt will be available soon to patrons. Really excited about this one. Beth has done an amazing job creating a beautiful, delicious, enticing-looking jar of lava in honor of Zabbos and his own little personal quest from season three. Uh, it's a really great image. Uh, can't wait to see it on a shirt. Beth teased a little bit of it on Twitter, so go and check that out on Twitter. Uh, if you want to see a little bit of what's to come for patrons. Uh, and that will be coming sometime uh, by the end of the month. We'll get those orders out. The next recipe card, too, will be coming before the end of the month. So so get your patron signups in patreon.com slash dndndpod. Beth's great artwork is also available at her shop, bethbyrad.shop. Took a little bit of a break for the holidays, but we'll be back up soon. If it's not already, let me check if bethbyrad.shop is open it's not um but soon it will be keep an eye on it bethbyrad.shop great prints that's working on some really cool stuff for this year get some beth art for your home uh we will continue to support the la food bank again this week uh with things the way they are in la uh it just seems appropriate to continue the support of the excellent work that they're doing over there making sure that people uh in need with food insecurity get the food that they need I think that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Marjorie and Zavis, you guys head to the station where uh, you have turned Durgi over to Sir Greg and the other guardsmen, and Durgi is in a cell. Uh, do you want to keep him in the cell? You want to bring him into an interrogation room? How do you guys want to do this? Ooh. 
Yeah, well, let's set the scene a little bit. Oh yeah, do we want to do? Do you want to? Yeah, do you want to do a? Uh, do you want to do a, a Batman and the Joker thing, or do you want to do a Hannibal Lecter and Clarice thing? Oh, <laughs> I feel like Zabbos uh, and Margarine, if given the opportunity, they're going to go as all out as possible. Yeah. So the interrogation room feels right. Yeah. All right. A guard brings uh, Durgi into the uh, interrogation room. You see now that he has been uh, put in fetters and has his his uh, fancy clothes have all been taken from him. So without his wig, you now see that he's got pretty thinning hair and um, without his fancy clothes uh, and makeup, um, a very... A uh, normal-looking guy. Strange for you guys to see, you know, him this way after he was so done up. You know, he just lo- he looks smaller and weaker. You already didn't have a great opinion of him, but now he just looks like kind of sad. Um, and he sits uh, across from you at this table that the guard kind of shoved him into the seat. Uh, and on the way out, the guard is like, "All right, he's all yours," uh, and closes the door. Slides the little uh, window on the door closed, and you are alone in the interrogation room with Durgi. Like, oh no, it's you again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, did we decide beforehand if, how we want to play this? Like, do you want to good cop, bad cop? I was just really excited about getting in the room with him. I slam my hands on the table. What is your deal, even? <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll intimidation. Oh no! Oh, I didn't think about our our skills. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who would be more suited for good and bad copying? Actually, Samus uh, is pretty decent intimidation. Yeah, yeah I do have intimidation. <laughs> fourteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, Turkey is uh, a little taken aback. Um, it's, I told you, I'm I'm a dwarven scientist, and I was sent by my professor to. Investigate these halflings, and what this one might be one of them. But for all I know, oh, Daddy Durgy, I'm I'm so sorry that they're treating you like this in this horrible, wretched space. Would you like a cup of tea? I would love one. Thank you. It's you know what? So would so- I. But you know what? Oh. Sometimes the people around us don't know how to make it. We have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we don't get what we want. But I'm gonna get what I want. <laughs> I, what is your I am gonna figure out what your deal is. I'm determined to figure out what the <laughs> fuck your deal is. Why are you so fancy? Why are you Tell so me, fancy? Why are you so fancy? Tell me why are you so fancy? Our kingdom has been blessed with centuries of of uh, advanced knowledge, so much more so than the 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 rabble that has down. Uh, you know, away from the mountains. And, you know, it's, it's allowed us to elevate ourselves to a certain status, you see. And, and we, just, we just appreciate the finer things. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're beyond such, such, you know, pathetic limitations such as your armor and your cloaks and things. You know, it's, it's just... Isn't it? Look at look at this sh- this pathetic shift that they've given me. It's attention. So sa- hey, oh! I have a question. If you guys are so cool and good, and and everything you could possibly want is up wherever you live, why are you doing research down here? If we could just not ever possibly offer you anything because you're just so cool. You may not understand. It's, it's you know, there's there's such a a lack of intellectual curiosity among your people, but... Can I just give him a, a smack sure. on the back of the head? Yeah. Do I even need to roll no, for that? No, I'm not going <laughs> like, to... Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's quite uncalled for. Oh, there's talk about how he's so fancy and he's got these abilities beyond just wearing armor, and he can't take a picture of Slap? Yeah, and also you look like shit right now. Your I'm eyelashes sorry. are far shorter than I thought. Yeah. No! Don't say such nasty things. <laughs> you look like... Sh- oh, I'm the good one. Oh, it's... <laughs> it's just an off day, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's an off day and your cuticles look like shit. Your cuticles do look pretty bad. Your cuticles are bad. Can't get a decent manicure this far south to save my life. You know, you it's can use your fault. toenails to push back your cuticles on your fingers if you're really in a pinch. Vile. 
absolutely vile. Uh, I choose to describe that as ingenuitive. Anyway, what did you talk about my kind? Yeah, explain why you're here before you go insulting us, because I will smack you again, and I will also make sure you don't get any tea. Uh, <laughs> I was sent here by the, my, the professor, the leader of our, our group, to investigate the, the speech, the, the, the ability that certain halflings may have to, um, to manipulate um, this, this language that, that my professor has, has discovered. Um, we, with this, with the tools, we can manipulate it a, li- a little bit, but... Oh, the tools! And Marjorie pulls out both sets of carving tools and sets them out on the table. So there's one set that she got from him, right. nipped off of his person, and then mm-hmm. one set that she got from mysterious nature woman right. who lives in the graveyard. He reacts very strongly to the second set of tools. His eyes widen, and he tries to reach for them, but he's uh, restricted by the chains that um, he's bound in. Oh, daddy like. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Such a priceless artifact. How did you... Where did you... Oh, I don't know. We're so, uh, why would you want to know? We're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> These appear to be originals. Original what? The legends say they might have came from the Didridun the Dread himself, the, the, the onyx dragon who first created the mountains as a home. Scholars debate the, ver- the veracity of those claims, but that's, the, that's what the legends say, is that the, the tools were given as a gift to, for, to, to carve the words and, and to give them uh, life in a way that only dragons could. Holy dragons. Could. You have a dragon? Yeah, tell us more about, what did you call him, didgeridoo? The namesake of my country, Didridon the Dread. Uh, the legends say that he created the, the very range that our, our whole civilization lives in from, from the, the, the gems and the, the minerals that, that allowed us to discover the scientific discoveries that we have to the, the, to the, the richness of the soil in which we grow our crops. All of that is said to have come from this dragon. It's, have you met him? Well, of course not. The, the likelihood that this is an of actual real not. historical figure is incredibly remote. We've met, have, I've met two we dragons. dragons. We met a dragon. We're friends with him. Yeah, we rode around on him. What? Yeah, we rode a dragon. Us little people. Us small, But you don't want to know about that. No, you don't want to listen to our stories. You're smarter than us. Yeah. A real dragon? I don't know. Is there? We wouldn't know. We can't even there use our actually, eyes. Wait, no, there is. We wrote on it. <laughs> yeah, and Merchard tries to high-five Zabbos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high-five. Zabbos with, like, his hand down low and Marjorie like, reaching yes, up down high. low. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any form of remote communication with the other dragon that we met? Oh. Uh, no. We didn't set anything up. Oh, we can't up. just be like, oh, hold on. Is, he can't a, just, oh, it's a call. Just text her <laughs> real quick. Be like, hey, send, hey, send a cameo to my buddy yeah. Dergy here. Take a picture with a banana. Prove it's yeah. you. Yeah, prove you're real. Today's like, newspaper. Today, yeah, today's newspaper. So yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is your dragon probably is real, but that sucks you never gotten to meet him. You must not be... I don't know, like, worthy enough or whatever. I am a high-level member of my society. If anyone were to be worthy, it would be myself and my colleagues. We have devoted our lives to to study and to to advancing the knowledge of our people. What, under the professor? Yes. He's a brilliant, mysterious man. I bet the professor's talked to the dragon. That would potentially explain how some how he came to some of the knowledge that he has like, uh, ooh, like what the speech itself is mysterious in, in origins and you know he created this this set of tools that you lifted from my person here that and if he did not have possession of these originals that you also somehow managed to, to find you must have created them based off of something and and to be able to manipulate the speech without the the lineage that I guess you have, I don't know how it managed to fall to some lowly urchin such as yourself. But hey, dude, you're in jail. Like you're in jail, and you're basically 
standing here naked. And like, I'm a I don't free know where... woman, and look at this cloak. And I spin. Yeah. <laughs> and my feather cloak flipples out. It's a bit so much you, for this I time of year. At least a little bit. <gasps> Feathers after after Anadon. It's it's so gauche. Honestly, it's like it's not even that you're in jail or like wearing a, a shift or whatever. It's just because you seem like a giant fucking nerd. Like I can't. <laughs> I have zero patience for you. Have you met the professor? Do you even know if it's a man? I guess in theory he could disguise his voice, but what to go? What you know? Purpose would that serve? Wait, Marjorie, do you think the professor's a dragon? Professor really could be anything, because we don't even have a name, right? If if we're to believe Gord Patchfine's story, there was a, a dwarven woman who gave these to, to him. And if she has this artifact, this ancient, special, original carving set of carving tools, do you think she pilfered them, or do you think she's the original owner, you know? I could totally believe that she was the original owner, because I'm not fucking classist like this asshole over here. Yeah, classist! Tell us the name of your professor and how you know him. And you can't just tell us that he's your professor, because duh. Roll persuasion, Marjorie. 23. Marjorie slams her tiny fists on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of interrogating someone. For true, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know his name. Although there there is, I will admit, there is a rumor that he is a member of the royal family. That he he, he could be... A cousin, or perhaps a brother to to the Queen Elizabeth herself. Oh man, I bet she's a real piece of work. <laughs> if she's anything like this guy, I kind of want. Like, I am so curious about Dijerdan. Like, I want to go there really bad. It just seems like it's really fancy, and like I hate. I'll hate everyone there, but I want to go there. God, that's such a teen thing. It's like how I feel. It's like how I feel about like I really want to go to England and specifically visit like the like all the castles and stuff that people still fucking live in. Yeah, and like I'll hate like everything about it, and I know I would just hate all those people, but like I still really want to go because <laughs> it's so pretty. Did you say it was Queen Queen Elizabeth? Elizabeth. 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 L-Y-D-Z-A-B-E-T. Hammerfist the Ninth. Wow. Hammerfist. Do you want to go to Didgeridon and, like, dress up and, and be all fancy boys? Yes. Oh, man. At least uh, I'm, I'm already thinking about how much taller I'm going to be than everyone, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to fit places. <laughs> But I'll make I'll make it work. If all their clothes are that fancy, maybe I could be taller than you. I don't know the way that he's the way that he's talking about these outfits. You could be like, anything. Oh my god! You'll be you'll have like Elton John platforms on, <laughs> like he wears in like fucking Tommy, where he's <laughs> like gigantic. Oh my god! I'm like, I'm warming but up then to this you'll idea. Also, just be too tall to go places. <laughs> <laughs> Durgy, no, I, I really want to go there. We need to find the boys, because... Durgy, if I go to Didgeridon and I announce myself as a halfling who has this ability, will I be greeted with uh, the red carpet? Likely be greeted with an, an intense curiosity. If we took you along, would you make sure that I was greeted with the red carpet? Ye uh, yes. That, don't... Did he have to roll? How they, how they <laughs> to feel about elves? Me? How they feel about elves? There was a time, long, long ago, when uh, our people and the elven people uh, worked together to to first when we first came to this land uh, in the in the time of the first convergence when the Feywilds in this world first overlapped. I, I, I'm not sure if if you're familiar. With with the the great histories of the world, it's of course we are. There's three worlds, and two of them converged and created world number three, which yeah, is no, world number one. We're a mistake. Oh, well, you, that's quite impressive. I wasn't expecting you to. Oh yeah, didn't we say we're friends with a dragon? Yeah, we're friends with a dragon. Suppose it's looking more and more likely. Perhaps it explains why you were able to. Use this speech in the first place. 
Maybe it isn't your blood. Maybe you're not that that special after all. It was just this encounter that you had with the dragon. Are you suggesting that my best power is that I care? Because no, I have a special ability and it's to read and write. And it's magic. I'm just like him. And I point at Zabbis. (laughs) (laughs) I have another question. Yes. If we go to Didgeridon, is there a dress code to get in? Like, do we have to look a certain way? If you're looking to uh, ingratiate yourself to society, you would want to put on your best, you know, your best face, as it were. Um, Okay. and, And this isn't quite working. Okay, I... Wow. First of all, I don't, Beth, I don't know if you've seen the episode of Always Sunny where I forget how it happens, but I think it's like Charlie and Mac get like randomly super rich and they like ride around in a limo for a day and they just do like what they think rich people do and they like wear suits and top hats and stuff. Like, this is what I'm imagining is us going to Detroit and just like, yeah, like just pretending to be rich. I'm very excited about it. Where were we? We're fantasizing. Uh, I don't know. I'm just fantasizing about how fun it'll be oh, to pretend we're Durky just insulted Zabbis' classlessness. Yes. And, and suggested that you're not really magic. It was just because you ran into a dragon and maybe some dragon rubbed off on you. Watch and uh, is there anything on the table? Uh, there's like a, a clay jug of water. I push it with mage hand, okay. and I have both my hands up in the air. Okay. Um, well, that's your gloves. It's that you. T- I cast Tasha's mind whip on this fog. I'm so <laughs> over it. Oh my god. <laughs> You're whipping a prisoner? <laughs> yeah, fuck him. It, I'm psychically whipping a prisoner. I'm over it. He's such a dick. I'm tired of listening to him. I'm tired of hearing him talk about stuff. Like, I'm just, I'm sick of it. He sucks. I don't even think that he can get us in. Yeah, no, fuck him. We'll get it in. We'll get in ourselves. We know enough now. We have cool passes. I'm over it. They won't miss him. Uh, so Tasha's mind whip is a very serious psychic spell. Um, Zabbis- I'm, oh, like, I'm over it. This guy sucks. I, this is like I'm very emotionally casting this spell right now and like maybe not thinking about the fact that it might. I don't know if it'll kill the. I don't think it would kill him, but like that's not even what and I'm would Marjorie about. even be able to tell what's happening? A mind uh, whip? There, there is a. Um, Zabbis does like a uh, we we establish that this is an Orpheus like motion where like it's a it's oh, like yeah, a finger like, to the head and like a yeah. <laughs> so you see Zabbis make this con you know this concentration this concentrated effort of like of uh you know whip sending this psychic whip out um but the real danger is potential for wild magic <laughs> oh uh, so that is a second level spell. 64. Okay. Good. So no no wild magic happens. Oh, There's good. a moment a where Marjorie holds her breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and until uh, there is no other effect um, other than the whoop, 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 whoop. And then uh, there's just a faint, <gasps> and Dirty passes out. <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's, let's get out of here, Marjorie. We're done with this fool. <laughs> <laughs> you say so. <laughs> you you knock on the door and the guard comes in and and it's like oh god you you guys really let him have it huh yeah we pooped yeah. we pooped him out I mean have you like talked to this guy for a minute I try not to he's got that stupid voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you get it all it's right it's just let's such go. a snot you know <laughs> yeah well we'll take him back you guys need anything else come on back a cup of tea. I was going to say, you guys have snacks here, right? Because, you know, you got prisoners and that's like, you know. Got to eat oh, in front of them. Like- yeah, sure. On the way in, you can just stop by the, you know, the little client center where oh, the, cool. the pastries I like that's, and That's the coffee. good part about getting interrogated is they get you all the snacks you want. So you guys got snacks. Oh, yeah. Cool. For, absolutely. You know, make, know. Sh- make sure to grab a gift bag, too. I'm going to take you. You've gotten sex when you've gotten interrogated? That's <laughs> just such like a rich person interrogated. <laughs> Marjorie's never Sna- gotten snacks. No, that's a thing. She you was interrogated. Crime shit. 
<laughs> or like the wire. I feel like every time on the wire they bring in one of the like the kids to get interrogated, they're like, "All right, what do you want?" And they're like, "Bring him some like red vines or something." <laughs> Marjorie doesn't watch True Cry. Marjorie has just been yeah. thrown in jail as an urchin many times. <laughs> yeah. Her yeah, you didn't have any information to to no. cough up, maybe. <laughs> Just got caught stealing food and shit. I think Marjorie's gonna gl- grab a cup of tea, and what we gonna go back to the to the uh, mansion and get dressed up as best we can. Yes. Oh, what's in the these days? gift bags, get, though? Yeah, what's in the gift bags? It's it's like uh it's like a collection of uh like farmers market kind of stuff like local honey and uh Ooh, like pumpkin cool. butter cool. and like stuff like that you know like it's all very nice there's 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 like a a bag of herbal tea oh that's nice we should interrogate more often <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it says thanks for stopping by the station on like the canvas tote bag oh and God. station is s period t period oh it's a reusable tote bag <laughs> we can go grocery shopping sustainably that's really thoughtful. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get some fancy so, outfits. Juno's making some really good changes. Yeah, I was in just going to say this is a Juno initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The like station tote bag. That is like such a Juno thing. Big Juno energy. <laughs> Wonderful. That'd be something he like would volunteer to set up, and the station would be like, I mean, I guess. And then he just goes and does it. Yeah. And then it's so like, all right. With these gift bags. It's the no. first time anyone has taken one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get fancy. I feel like we're gonna have to go shopping though. Montage. <laughs> shopping montage. Cause what he was dry he was styled like Rococo. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Ooh, okay. Uh, this this is the fan art I wanna see. I'm already like Let's find ideas. Is there like a dwarven, um, a uh, a dwarven run clothing shop in Knights Pass? Actually, yes, one hundred percent. Berdalia was a dwarf. Cool. Oh, Berdalia from, can hook us up. From day yes. one, Berdalia was a dwarf. So, uh, boys, what are you doing? We knew that they were going to the station. Mm-hmm. So, you so guys, I guess we would have headed there. Yeah, you guys aren't far really from each other. You could have met, you know, like outside the Black Oak Inn, which is at like that that though like. One of the main intersections of of the city, where the Moonstown meets the greater city. Um, Can I just say, I was like, I want ideas for what I'm going to look like. And I was like, I feel like Zavis always wears like blue stuff because my hair is blue and everything. So I Googled like Rococo men's outfit blue. And the first thing that comes up is just blue boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yep, that's me. Oh my God, Zavis is blue boy. What's blue yes. boy? It's the painting, that's the painting that's hanging up in our house. Oh, yes. that yep. James was like, hey, come see this get restored with me at the Huntington. But that was a trap ah. where he proposed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Blue Boy. Blue Boy it washed. currently hangs up in our foyer. Yep. Well, I feel like we were walking towards the station as we saw them leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then we saw them just like immediately head towards uh was it bedelia Berdalia's. yeah Berdalia's, and we're, i'm just like they, they didn't even they're just leaving where they knew that we would go to find yeah. the, hey, I, hey, hold <laughs> hey hold on <laughs> yeah they, they you see you see marjorie and zabas like walking down the street like half skipping with skipping, their tote yeah. bags <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, i was just saying i've just messaged the DD checks and i want to interrupt but marjorie is gonna dress as pinky oh my god yes <laughs> like oh my god please. so we can be blue boy and pinky hey where are you guys yeah. going and where'd you get those tote bags would you like to know marjorie turns around and just like <laughs> well wait and i turned a flag i was like why didn't why didn't we get wizard tote bags that's a good question man what? <laughs> hey, why were why are you guys leaving where we would have come to meet you? What I if we didn't know, see you I just now? I didn't know now? you were coming over here. You want to go shopping with us? We're going up to Dittery Down. We got to get good Rococo gigs. What? Gigs? The juice. We need the juice. Drip. What are you uh, I thought that we were going to teleport to Middleton <laughs> no, to have get a some fight. New fits. Come no. on. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are we going to get to Dittery Down? Yeah. Oh, uh, butter? One horse. <laughs> Gonna take all four of us. How long? There and back in time for the festival. We can make him big. Oh. Can we? Holy fuck. Can <gasps> we make him 
Like Yo, can we make huge? butter big? Like, like he, like a oliphant. Is there an embiggen spell? Biggin. Enlarge, reduce, second level. Yeah. But no, no, Didrodon is so <laughs> It is. Away. It's going to take us days to get there, even with big butter. Big butter? Whoa, big butter. Big butter. Have you guys been practicing your music? We, yeah. Yes. For the festival. Yeah, the thing that that is in two yeah. days. Oh, I... So, okay. All right. Hey, Fletch, yeah. man, I know that we just put in a lot of groundwork to give us the ability to teleport to Middleton and save yeah. them. Wait, bef- we can teleport to Didgeridon, okay. though. If you could teleport to Middleton. Listen, the cops. Maybe. The, the yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll teleport with you to Middleton if we can teleport then to Didgeridon with our new outfits on. Okay. So here. Everyone, I have taken everyone's suggestions <laughs> and I have you. synthesized them into an itinerary. Please let me know if you approve of this, okay? Okay. <laughs> With the time limitations in mind, I propose that throughout the next two days, we prepare for our travels by going to get outfits for Didridon and, I don't know, maybe some weapons for the battle that we're planning to fight in Middleton. <laughs> then we perform at the festival and we rock the socks off of everyone in the Moonshadow Valley. After our successful performance, increasing morale here, we teleport to Middleton and save them, uh, maybe give a little encore performance there, and then teleport to Didridon to do whatever the hell you two have come up with uh, while you were getting those awesome totes. That sounds good. So, so you want me to do my hand bone? D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.